Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. And uh, this is a, uh, let's see, we're doing, uh, first off, I'm a, I got some guests today. <laughs> I've got Brandon the cat, <laughs> who's apparently wanting to throw everything off the, uh, the, de- the table here. Yeah. Uh, Ethan and Donna from uh, the, the Gary Town Massacre. What's up, guys? Hello. Hi. Hi. So uh, we are, uh, we're, we're breaking, uh, it seems like every episode I do lately is breaking format, but today we're breaking format a little bit. Uh, the typical side is we would watch a, watch a movie, talk about it, watch the fan edit, then talk about that. But today, uh, we want to cut out the first part of that process, and we're just going to jump right into a fan edit, watching it, uh, in my case, blindly. I haven't seen the original. I've seen the original. I've got it. I've got it in that room over there. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen you've the seen the original, original too. Yeah. But it's been some time. It's not like you saw it last week, right? We saw it like last year or the year before. I think we watched it for one of our horror like, oh, for October. That's pretty recent. Oh, yeah, when y'all were doing a horror thing, um, like watching all the horror movies during October. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't remember because I was doing the 365 thing last year. I can't remember if I watched. If we watched it last year, I think it might have been like two years ago. So uh, to catch everybody up, what we're talking about here is uh, the lackluster and often uh, maligned for good reason sequel to uh, Blair Witch called Blair Witch Two: Book, Book of, of Shadows. Mormons. Book of, uh, which, by the way, now that I think about it, well, I don't even think there was a Book of Shadows in the Book of Shadows movie, was there? No. Or was that cut out? Maybe. Well, maybe that was the book that he was writing. Oh, that was clever. If, if that was, they never made that obvious in this particular version of the edit. <laughs> so um, this is interesting from my side uh, because I'm looking at this film uh, not in, as a comparison to the original. I'm looking at it as a whole. And my impression of it, I think, is with you guys is that, uh, man, it's rough. Yeah, it fucking is, sucks. This is a rough kind of movie to get through. Can I, real quick, though? So, I. So, okay, Blair Witch came out, the original. Mm-hmm. And I, like everyone else, fell into like the marketing trap. And I was like, I gotta see this movie. Uh-huh. Except that I didn't go see it till like two months or oh. after a month that it was in the theater. Okay. And I used to watch. The Late Show or yeah. The Tonight Show or something. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah, okay. So they did an interview with the girl from The Blair Witch, mm. and then it ruined it for me. I then see. I went and saw the movie, and I hated it. Oh, no. So <laughs> when this one came out, <laughs> this is like like an MTV movie before there were MTV TV movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I'm pretty sure there was MTV movies during this time. I don't think so, but this movie was apartment. done by Artisan, which is the same studio that did the original Blair Witch. Okay. Yeah. Which there comes a lot of turmoil actually with the like the way that this movie was made. There was a lot of arguments with what was going on with it. Right. Um, nonetheless, though, I like 
really like this movie more than I like the Blair Witch. And I think it's because what? it got ruined. And then I rewatched it like a couple <laughs> years ago. And I was like, oh my God, this movie so embarrassing. is garbage. <laughs> Uh, I, my history with Blair Witch is I, it basically came out one weekend. Somebody said you should see it. I saw it the next weekend. And then two weeks after that, it blew up. So I happened uh-huh. to have caught it before all the, the big hype train for it. And I think it's amazing. Uh, like if I talk about my top five horror movies, Blair Witch gets a spot in there. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because that was my experience with it. Like I, I, I was, a, I was a, like, you know, you like, you had all of the, the, the hype like affecting your uh and you know your experience of it i didn't have any of that i was like what is this movie and I, it was that came out what 98 yeah. yeah yeah so like it was before you know let's jump on the internet and read up everything about well, cause it they did a limited release of the movie and it, it was playing only in a few select theaters and that's one right. of them was the state or the michigan or whatever in ann arbor that's right like i remember that we, happening but yeah we had the angelica in dallas and that's where you'd saw the independent movies we you know what is funny though is that similar to that experience i saw paranormal activity the first one when it was in limited release before uh-huh. anyone knew what was going on with it yes and i hated it <laughs> But then I rewatched it at home and I loved it. <laughs> you are all over the map. I know. Well, it's like, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing. I I scare easily. So I'm like the best or worst person to go see a horror movie with because I will jump at anything. Anything. Yeah. The problem was that seeing horror movies in the theater, if people, I, if the sound isn't right in the theater or like if there's any ambient noise going on and you mm-hmm. can't hear the other stuff that's happening, uh-huh. then it doesn't make it as scary, obviously. Uh-huh. So like with Paranormal Activity and probably maybe with Blair Witch too, like when I watched it at home, I thought it was way better. But I could actually huh. hear what was going on. Do you, uh, did you watch Blair Witch in the theaters? No, I was like 10. <laughs> Paranormal Activity? Yeah. So, so you, yeah, you, you had, you, you were. No, you didn't see Paranormal Activity in the theater. You watched it for the first time at my house when I lived in that apartment where the oh. roof caved in. Remember? Oh, I don't know. I remember. I think I watched, maybe watched it when it, the second one in but the theater. By your response, you do, the you dig that movie. Yeah, the I do too. One we saw in yeah, the that one's super spooky. I, o- I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen two, three, four, however many they made after that. But well. The f- I am just as I'm not just as enormous enamored with, but I think the the first paranormal activity is also an amazing horror. Movie. That's not true. Yeah. I didn't see that at your house because I remember watching it at my house because I had a subwoofer, and it has like a lot of weird subwoofery sounds in it. Really, it's the paranormal like, activity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you watch it at my house for sure because I remember. I mean. Maybe it wasn't the first this. time that you saw it, but <laughs> you did watch it at my house for sure because I remember. We went out and bought the DVD. Like I have a Blu-ray copy of it in uh-huh. that other room because you and I specifically went to go get it because you hadn't watched it or I something. Remember. I don't remember. I, so I didn't see Blair Witch until like way after it came out. So Blair Witch comes out. It's a phenomenon um, f- for go- for good or for bad, uh, depending on people's perspectives of it. Um, and of course, then the pressure comes on. How are we going to exploit this for a sequel? Uh, two years later. Was it that long? I thought it was a little much sooner. Like I thought, I thought they. It was longer what do you than mean? That. Was it that soon? It's it. This came out in two thousand. Blair Witch came, came out, out in ninety eight. Okay, so a year so and a half, two years. Yeah, yeah. but that's a, it's like oh, really? It took, I mean, it's obvious that it only took a year and a half to make this movie. It fucking sucks. Uh, well, it it 
uh, well, let's let's get into what what was and what is because this fan edit in some ways apparently remedying some of the conflicts. As you were talking about that, uh, there must have been there's conflicts with the studio. What, what were you just saying a second ago? Yeah, so there was an issue with the directors or the screenwriters, and they wanted to make like. They wanted to keep the found footage, but they weren't doing enough of it. Hmm. And so then the studio got involved. And uh, so uh, the directors, sorry, the directors and and the screenwriters or whatever, the directors finished shooting Mm -hmm. and everything was wrapped up. And then Artisan got their hands on it and they were like, oh, this isn't scary. So then they went out and reshot. They hired a different team or whatever, went Uh. out and reshot a bunch of things to add horror into the movie. So like there's a scene with like the owl is a really prevalent thing, but the uh-huh. owl is never shown like in focus with someone's head or something. So I'm sure that like that would be one of the things that they shot. Uh-huh. There's like some other jump scares that are in the movie that I think were cut out of this and version. This edit, yeah. There's jump scares? Kind of. Not I mean. there wasn't so much in this edit, so uh, possibly in the original yeah, I but remember. I think that like those owl things and stuff, because they like went through and then like had to reshoot or didn't reshoot, but they went and like shot a bunch of additional footage to yeah. like up the spooky factor. I see. Um, the you mentioned the director. Um, you know, after we finished watching, I kind of w- went on internet database to find out who this guy was, and I kind of recognized his name, but I wasn't too sure where. Joe Berlinger or Berlinger? I'm not pron- not sure I'm pronouncing that right. Um, He's the guy who directed one of my favorite documentaries, the Metallica, um, Some Kind of Monster. That's one of your favorite documentaries? I know. I, I just, I, yeah. Well, she hated, <laughs> she hated Blair Witch, so we all have questionable <laughs> taste in here, this room. I, that movie's good, though. That's a good documentary. It's a great do- Some Kind of Monster? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's interesting. I'm not saying that that album that have they worked on is it? amazing, but the documentary itself yeah, is really La- interesting. La- that, that Lars, Lar- Lars calls that drum sound an abortion. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what he did to his set in that, in that, re- in that album is absolutely atrocious. It ruined that yeah. whole album. They've, someone took Master of Puppets and replaced all the <laughs> snares <laughs> with this insane anger snare. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, terrible. Metallica uh, fucking sucks though. So, so Metallica is awesome. No, and uh, <laughs> and the documentary is an insight into you know whatever. But the reason they got the uh, uh, I remember you know watching all the stuff that was involved in that uh, documentary. The reason why they were the ones who were brought into. Uh, record and do a documentary with Metallica, which last they recorded with that thing for over a year, because that's how long it took to make that album. Um, what uh, was because they had previously done the the um, the the Paradise Lost documentary, and Paradise Lost. Interesting yeah. enough, with this kind of thematic material, it's about these guys who were in this podunk nowhere town who were accused of murdering this person or persons. I don't know the whole story, yeah, because uh, I didn't see the doc yet, and. Um, and these kids were uh, accused of the murder, effectively because the town, because they were like you know gothic, wicked kind of young rebellious kids. Wicked. Yeah, and uh, so, and they used uh, they 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 apparently signed. They asked Metallica, "Can we use your music for this story?" And Metallica saw what they were doing and said, "Yeah, go ahead." So that's how they got Metallica. But it also pr- creates a tie-in to obviously this because it. Uh, the guy who directed those movies is also the guy here who's directing this one. But interestingly, if you think about it, he spent, you know, he made this documentary about Paradise Lost about how these Wiccans 
need to be treated as human beings because they're not evil. And then he caricatures them. <laughs> he totally caricatures them in this movie. There is like a scene in here, maybe not in the edit, but I was reading about it online, and there's a scene that is like a a direct tie-in to that movie, Paradise Lost. But I don't remember what it is. I think it's like a like a picture of one of those kids, or there's like people throwing in, stones. And what we just saw. Yeah, but uh, not not in the fan edit. I don't think it was included uh, okay. in the fan edit. Okay, so um, the one of the things that uh, we looked online was that the the original was not shot or not presented chronologically. Yeah. So, um, and this film was actually. I want to back up a little bit. Were you about to say something? No. Okay. No, I was just <laughs> gonna say it's a, he's a, yeah. I mean, this is obviously super Tarantino. Sort of when it, you, they tried to mimic I was, that, the I was first making time a around. chronological joke. Oh, okay, <laughs> shitty. Uh, I, there's an old Ebert quote that said, uh, "A movie is not what it's about; it's how it's about it." And uh, this movie is just—it's so bad. Like all of the acting, the scenes, the camera work, the the the, the what happens, the peop- the way people react to things, yeah. the writing—it's just like. One thing after another, after another, after another, just is like, I can't believe that this is how they're reacting to this situation. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering if maybe if it's if it's presented in an unchronological way, if your brain doesn't really kind of put the pieces together so well. You know what I mean when I say that? No. Yeah, I do. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you need further explanation? No, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I don't think it makes it better. Well, okay, so in the original version of this movie, I mean, it's it, there. It's bad acting. It's just all. It's bad acting. It's bad script. It's just all shitty. But I will say that it does seem like because not only was this put in chronological order, but the the fat was trimmed, mm. so to speak. So yeah. I think that like there are you know there's a little bit of a greater escalation in the reactions because the there's i don't know there's other things that are like intercutting it but when you come back to the people they're like freaking out like um the goth chick in this movie Mm -hmm. i think her name's kim she was like crying a bunch and like progressively like getting more freaked out about what was going on like as the story was developing which Uh i don't think you got that full scope of what was happening in the original in this version in this version okay um, because of scenes that were deleted, or because it's not intercut with other things. Both. Okay. I think. Okay. Because I was thinking if, because uh, the way this movie ends is that, well, to get a to do a plot synopsis, the movie takes place in a real world where the Blair Witch movie exists, and uh, the town of Birkenville, Birkenstocks, what's it called? Birken, Birkenstocksville. Yeah, Birkenstocksville yeah. is overrun by tourists who want to see the go to the the woods where the original was filmed, um, and uh, there are these two these two people who are writing a book, a Wiccan, somebody who's gothic. I guess and, and potentially clairvoyant, <laughs> yeah, touched with some kind of <laughs> psychic ability that has no payoff whatsoever, and uh, and then the the tour guide and he goes and takes him into the woods and a bunch of crazy shit happens and at the end there's some people who are dead and um, the the people who are accused of killing them don't do not believe that they did but then the physical evidence seems to suggest that they they actually did kill them and they were. 
the ones that you thought were being haunted actually are the ones look like looks like they were the ones possessed and haunting others or whatever. It's so kind of ambiguous. It's convoluted. Uh, it's extremely convoluted and ambiguous and you can't trust anything whether it's somebody telling you yeah. something or whether you see it on film. It's just a, yeah. a mess. But well, like the thing they fucked up with too I think is like with the original like you have a lore and you have a style and then it's like they abandon throw it all out the window they throw out all this like sweet like l- work that's already been paved for them that's unique and they pave it out for they they throw it out the window for a like pretty standard shitty big box horror can you do a quick little google search to find out when scream came out or if you happen yeah. to know by chance because i think it was like 96 yeah okay so yeah. it Let certainly had been around prior to yeah. yeah i think blair witch came out in like 98 or 99 and i think scream came out between like 95 and 97 so with scream what they did what they successfully were able to do is say hey these are characters who know about horror movies yeah 96 and, and then successfully make a horror film with those that with that mentality how come that none of that was utilized here because they've all seen the Blair Witch movie and yet none of them act like they all still act like they're in conventional horror movies without any kind of uh, um, I don't know sense that uh, that this is what they're involved in I, I, I think the reason that that happened is because this movie took half a year to make (laughs) <laughs> i i don't know i i just like uh, i it's, it's it's like frustrating because like i mean at least like if you look at something like paranormal activity because like i think that they're kind of you know kin you know uh, just because of like kind of unique uh fox documentary sort of style you know um <laughs> and um if you like I forget where I was going. Cool. Well, I have something to say. So when Blair Witch came out, that I think needs to be uh, kept in mind is uh, there was like a huge backlash when the, that movie came out. Like people were talking about how the found footage, because this was, that was like really the first like found a, footage yeah, movie. Totally. And people were talking about how like the cam was shaking and it made people sick. sick it was yeah. like banned in some theaters uh-huh. because of that and because uh, people were thought it was well, real and are were you suge- scared. So you're, are you suggesting that that was one of the reasons why the studio got cold feet about re- revisiting that format? Possibly, Which yeah. is what's stupid because it uh, obviously it was a big enough hit. Like why wouldn't you just go further with that idea is is, that's what i was trying to say is like with something like paranormal activity 2 they at least didn't abandon the The, style uh, well or abandon what worked yeah 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 Well, actually so that's interesting because i was gonna say when we were talking about paranormal activity we've seen all of them and we actually went and saw the newest last and shittiest one (laughs) in the theater and it was an abandonment of Oh, that one did walk away from the formula? Yeah. A little. A lot. Yeah, but not like this compared to... Compared to the other movies in the yeah. in that series? Yeah, yeah, it did. Well, yeah. So... It sucks. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had, you had to just throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean, like, yeah, when you abandon the genre, it's obvi- or obviously going to suck when you abandon the style. But I mean, again, that like... I don't know. I just I think that for the time and given the fact that this movie was shot so 
quickly after Blair Witch was done. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense that there would have been all this media backlash and they were like, well, we got to do something different. I, I have a, I have a, I think my impression of it, uh, it was that everybody got this notion that Blair Witch was just, um, uh, completely unpredictably lucky and tapped into some kind of weird zeitgeist moment in history and they were not they just the studio was like we're not going to be able to recreate that and so they went a safe route doing mm-hmm. trying to tell a conventional story um, but uh, even in that case it doesn't look like they gave them a budget to make the the story that should be comparable to what Blair Witch should have deserved um, I remember at the time that uh, Blair Witch was considered dollar for dollar the most profitable movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was cost made like, like three hundred bucks. Yeah, or like three thousand and made thirty million or something. Whatever yeah. it was, it was insane. And um, and the idea that they could possibly recreate that just didn't wasn't. I think it just wasn't. It was unfeasible. I think in their minds, so they went a conventional route. But it, they didn't quite go c- conventional. That's what I'm saying. Like a conventional route would have made the movie in a setting where the Blair Witch movie never was existing. You know, it is meta in that sense. It kind of That's the only thing that's sort of exciting is the initial meta aspect which they eventually totally abandoned. abandoned yeah, 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 10 minutes into the movie for some weird like uh, supernatural yeah sort of shit. It's stupid. It's fast cuz if this was really a successful if they'd really made a successful uh, sequel using this formula, it would have been interesting to see what they what the third movie would have been. Sure, you know the second movie. This movie starts off with a, a montage of news settings of uh, people reacting to the original Blair Witch, including uh, a, a brief little moment of uh, Roger Ebert describing the movie from his show. Yeah, would have been interesting if the next movie. Starts with Roger Ebert, you know, doing his review of Book of Shadows too, or Book yeah. of Shadows, you know, like it's just kind of like, what what an interesting concept that you could have explored, but because this was so done poorly, there's just, there's no way a studio wanted to give this thing another dollar. Yeah, they should have definitely went f- more for like a meta horror and just like. Kept. Like Scream. Yeah, correct. Yeah, something that's like conscious of itself. And it's like it's like half conscious of itself. It's more conscious of itself in like the vignettes at the beginning. Or yeah. not vignettes, but like, uh, you know, cut together little news articles and everything. But mm-hmm. then they just fuck it all up so bad. Like, why, why does it go into that whole supernatural thing? Like, I can't. I don't even understand why, like, like what it relates to. Right. So you have this one character, the guy character, who is like, everything can be explained by just people having mass hysteria. And then they wake up after, you know, they're passed out and they wake up and there's literally like paper shreds all over the place is his his document that he was working on his his novel but it, like to get the shredded paper the quantity of it that would need to be placed you would have to have like a series of shredders nearby yeah. and a team of you know uh child laborers cutting it up you know in order to <laughs> provide that amount and everybody just kind of like yeah looks like they ripped up our stuff and it's <laughs> like they didn't just rip it up it's like Please acknowledge the fact that this looks like they spent 10 hours decorating this place with confetti of this work that you did, and they just completely blow by it. And then I know where the tapes are. Where? How do you know where the tapes are? They're under the rocks in this corner over here. 
Really? Let's go. Well, there are the tapes. <laughs> How do you know that? I, I just know. Well, okay, let's just walk away. No. <laughs> you stop the movie right there, and you have a 30-minute conversation with this person about <laughs> how come you know where this stuff is. That's how would, That's how you would really do this. Yeah. And so, like, the first Blair Witch is so good about crazy-ass shit happening and then having people really live in that yeah. Uh, experience and this one it just completely abandons it well because this, this movie has no space i think that that's what's good about like paranormal activity too is it relies so it's so slow and there's so much space and there's ambiance and like that's why the first blair witch is like why is it scary because something small happens and then they they are scared for the next 30 minutes and it's them just crying into a camera <laughs> for 30 minutes and you're like oh what's gonna happen <laughs> and then the this is no, no. <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Um, you know what pisses me off about this movie? That there's never a person with their face to the wall. That really bothers. There was. Me. Oh my. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this this the dead person who's able to stand up. What the hell? No, that doesn't count. That's not the same thing. Uh, you're Blair, right. Yeah. Like at the that end was of Blair such Witch. A, yeah, you're yeah. right. There should be a tie-in between that moment. It's like what still here. a relevant thing, though. Yeah. I mean, like if you said that yeah. someone was Blair Witching, like you would know, you know exactly, exactly what <laughs> they meant. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, and um, yeah, man, this is such a it's a it's a letdown. Um, uh, according to what uh, I read about this edit, is that this person did attempt to re-edit the um, this movie according to what the director originally intended. So um, some of the stuff that you were talking about, where the studio got their greasy fingers on the project afterwards, um, uh, well, maybe they, they did so <laughs> with good measure. If this is the kind of something what they looked at at the beginning, you know. Yeah. Um, so this edit, in that sense, is is uh, is to those is, is is trying to accomplish that. I wonder if the original was chronologically uh, presented, or if 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 uh, if um, if the director intended it to uh, unfold uh, with the you know the unchronological uh, order. Um, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, oh, you no know, idea. there there might be a commentary track on the original to find that out. There is a mm. commentary, but there's not like a lot of deleted scenes or anything. Okay. And the movie's so terrible, I wouldn't watch it for the commentary, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> it's painful. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Like, there's like one thing to commend fan editors, I guess, who is this? Who did this one? Sean? Or it's a Sean editor? No, it's a no, Steph fan editor. Steph fan editor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stefan, like, that's like one thing I commend is like, I was like, oh, yeah, we got to, you know, I'm going to edit this movie that's got 12% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> it's to, bold. to re- retain the original quality that the director <laughs> wanted. I'm going to waste 70 hours. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna bring this cool all the way up to 14% <laughs> yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, why? Like, why, yeah, like, why is, do you feel such a kinship with this film? It <laughs> is weird. I was thinking the same thing. Like, some, I mean, I don't edit movies, obviously, and we've talked about that before, but like, me seeing this movie, I would just be like, this is trash. There is no fixing this. <laughs> yeah, or you do half of it and realize it isn't going to be fixable and right. then you walk away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you can't get past bad acting. Yeah, it's the so acting awful. is so bad. It's so awful. The every you know what it rem- character is so terribly written. It reminded me, I had this moment, and I have this moment quite a bit, where, like, it just suddenly dawns on me. It's like... This is a pre-9-11 movie. 
acting got better after Something 9-11. Something about after 9-11. <laughs> like, there's this gravitas that happened in young actors, you know, 25 and younger. That, like, it, it's just, like, I don't know what it is, but there's some kind of feeling. Like, I'm just, like, I don't know if it's just, like, this is a 90s movie. It's because they saw the world burn. Yeah. Yeah, there's some kind of, like, a, a kind of approach to, I don't know. I, I, I want to, like, study this and actually try to figure out if there is a demarcation <laughs> line between there. But, like, the problems that people had pre-9-11 just seem very trivial. I, I, I study, I, I worship nature. It's no devil. Like, that's the big conflict, you know? It's not... Well, because you have... Okay, so you have, you have the chick that's super gothic... Why is she there? Because she's gothic. Why and are it's any spooky. of them there? It doesn't make sense why <laughs> the other two girls are there aside from... It should have only been the, the, the researchers guide and then the two researchers. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Why did you need these other people? What else is crazy about this movie, too... you gothic and a What else is crazy about this movie, though, is that like they don't know each other at all, which is mentioned sporadically throughout the film but it's like after they after the first night when they all get wasted together after that they're like all best friends like yeah. the yeah let's all go live together in this f- yeah like love each other like super know each other now from this point forward and then after that again they're like well we don't know each other like i don't know <laughs> if you killed whoever yeah yeah everybody starts suspicious it actually kind of turns into some weird sort of agatha christie like thing where mm. some people are lost or missing or dead and everybody's sort of blaming everybody else or accusing yeah. everybody else of having been done it i do like how they they're constantly too you can tell like the writer like the person that wrote this was just like or the team of just complete squares that wrote this movie. Like, uh, they like got together and they're like, yeah, I mean, so we got to have like a Wiccan and a, go- <laughs> and a goth because it's spooky. Cause those are like spooky things. But then like, we need to like make them fight because their cultures aren't the same and everybody thinks Wiccans and goths are the same, but they're not. So like the whole movie, you have this bickering between the two where it's like, I'm wicked and and I believe in nature. And she's like, I'm goth and I'm angry and I just want to drink. (laughs) I wear black and people judge me. (laughs) We're two different cultures. Like recognize our subsets and our triggers. Those two women trigger me every time I watch this movie that I just want to watch The Craft because that uh, movie yeah, fucking rules. Yeah, better. Uh, There's better. a fan edit of that movie too, but Ooh, I think... Unsurprising, yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with it. I thought we tried to get that one in it. There was something wrong with maybe, the file or, or something. Or something. Oh, I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> See, like, here's the funny thing too about like them doing this movie is like literally what they could have done is just taken another camera, put someone out in the fucking woods again, and then just had more jump scares. And it would have been fine. It would have sold more in bed better. Well, go ahead, (laughs) That's the other crazy thing about this movie, too, is that they set up the fact that this guy, the tour guide, has a bunch of cameras, and he sets them all up, which we learn get destroyed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, why why even have that scene outside in the beginning if you're never going to go back to that point? They're constantly going back to it because they're constantly watching it. No, they're reviewing the footage, (laughs) but, like, why wouldn't you have been like, well, that was a weird thing that happens. Let me go back to my house. Like, this is a much... This story that I am painting makes a lot more sense. Let's go back to the house. We'll go get more cameras, and obviously it's weird out here, and we don't know what's going on, so we're just going to stay at my house now, but we'll put these cameras out in the woods, and then we'll just go and get the cameras. 
then you can introduce the outdoor as the place where the craziness happens whenever they go outdoor to retrieve the cameras. Yeah. And then you can review the insanity of the footage or whatever. It, it is... It, it, I hate to, like... I totally agree. <laughs> the problem is if you take that level of rationality, you're not getting 20 minutes into this movie. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know? Uh, like, okay... The girl uh, uh, has a, an, a, um, has a miscarriage in the middle of the forest. What do we do? We go to the hospital, and then we go right back to the <laughs> what? I know. No, so you weird. don't go back. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, and and uh, oh my gosh, um, uh, you you had me thinking about something. Oh oh well, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like stuttering, John. Right um, one of the things I did want to say though, uh, I do like. I appreciate that they tried to do something that uh, uh, that that they did kind of go the meta route, you know. Like, I did appreciate that they attempted that. Um, one of my favorite movie sequels of all time, and again, I'm showing how bad my taste is, is uh, Babe Two: Pig in the City. <laughs> they reference Babe One constantly. No, that's the thing. Babe Two: Pig in the City is a completely different, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, beast pig than <laughs> than the original. Although it has the same spirit, it's a, it's. A, I think it's an amazing movie, very underrated. What? And uh, but it doesn't just rehash what we saw before. Whereas a lot of sequels do fall into that trap, where it's like we're just going to do what we did in the first one, only bigger and better. And those things end up being problematic. So I do appreciate trying to approach this from a different angle. Um, but it's so poorly, poorly done. Like even the video footage stuff. Like oh, you got that fur, bro. You, I, I don't I, know I, what Babe Pig in the City is why, and why it's a, like. You, uh, I'm just so confused okay, as to why Babe okay. Pig in the City take, is your favorite take, sequel. Yeah, take four hours out of a day and watch the f- original, and then watch the sequel, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, for everybody else who's seen, who's listening and saw Babe Two Pig in the City, you know what I'm talking about. Oh <laughs> is it real? Is it is it like a thing? I would put it like I don't. I, if it's not in my top ten, it I, it could it's, wait. It's movies a of all time of my favorites. Yeah, your favorite movies. One of one. Babe it's, Two. It, it's not like in the top five, but it's it, 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 a top can, ten. Babe Two Pig nine, in the City is top. Nine or ten, I could probably argue. Wow. Babe Two Pig in the City yes. is rounding out your top ten <laughs> list. Possibly, yes. Of all time. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's the best. Okay, what th- about sequels? What about, is there any sequel that is better than Babe Two Pig in the City? Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I don't know. I have to think about really? that. Yeah, Godfather, I mean, Godfather 2. 2 fuck amazing, Godfather 2, Babe, Babe Pig in the City. Godfather 2, Terminator 2. We go through the all of the, you uh, know, the norms. Die Hard. Yeah, I, die hard I do love Die Hard 2. Die Hard actually. 3 is Die amazing. Hard 3 is one of the best. Die, die Hard 2 sucks. No, I like Die Hard 2 as well. Woof. They're, all, they're all good. They're all good. No, okay, but <laughs> I've obviously upset you with this. Yeah, no, you didn't upset me. I'm just like way confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've seen Babe 2 Pig in the City. No. Okay, that's the problem. <sighs> Yeah, but like I, I thought I was like I was like oh he went off on this because like Babe Two must be like hyper meta. No, I went off on it because <laughs> it's it 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 was brave enough to not take the conventional route of just retelling the Babe story, but using the characters and having the same spirit and telling a completely different story in a, in a different way. Because he's in a city. It's not just that. It's not the farm story in the city. It's completely different. Um, but. <laughs> What I'm saying is it's done so well. 
Uh, yeah. Whereas most sequels uh, rely a little too heavily to recreate the formula from the first one. <laughs> However, with that being said, obviously Paranormal Activity 2 apparently recreates what Dub 1 does and it does it very well you know as what, well. You know what doesn't, though, is the fourth one, Marked Ones. That mm. one's amazing. That one is weird. That one's good. And it's totally different. Well, oh, that's the, not the latest one? No. no. Uh, the fifth one is Ghost five. Dimension. Because they start getting kind of arky and they have like a they have like two kind of separate arcs going on and then Marked Ones is kind of like a weird outlier of those yeah, arcs. Yeah, but that one's sweet. That one's uh, good. Yeah. I yeah. like that I one. Thought, I mean, I thought they did an okay job. Uh, but whatever. I was okay. I guess maybe I liked that one so much because I was very pleasantly surprised with it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean it's no babe too. <laughs> it is it. Pig in the city. <laughs> um, the uh, but I was just all of that was actually a setup for what I was gonna say about how. Uh, in part one, uh, in, in Blair Witch 1, they are really good about using the device that it's all handheld. So sure. um, they never break that conceit. You never see like a, you know, an extra hand. They don't, they, they're all treated like somebody else is holding the camera doing the whole thing. So they obviously have an understanding of how film works and how it looks like on video and whatever. And this movie throws even that out of the water because like, mm. they get the, the film and it's got this big time stamp in the top <laughs> left-hand corner, which no video ever has like that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like they're watching it. And it's like you know something flashes on the screen. Uh, and then they're like, can, can you see that again? It's like they talk about, yeah, I can make it backwards. I can hit f- like make it slow. That's a good idea. How do I do that? It's <laughs> fucking frame by frame. It. Like, it's obviously like somebody has absolutely no technical knowledge of what's going on yeah. meanwhile the entire first movie is sort of based on the fact that we expect people to un- be able to catch up and keep up with this yeah, yeah yeah and and even like uh it's so fucking stupid like uh, somewhere where they're trying to unlock all the little weird things that are happening in the video which leads up to the montage where they actually see the i guess some kind of weird wicked orgy thing that they go through he's <laughs> like i look i i make i play it in reverse and nothing happens no 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 Hit the keys in reverse. What the fuck are you going to do? What are they talking about there? I think he's actually saying like, no, instead of hitting, you know, clicking the button and hitting space bar for play, hit the space bar for play first and then click the button or something like, like literally like. I don't understand what that meant. It's like, it's like, make sure that you don't skip back that you rewind through the tape uh, and it makes no sense and like the whole thing too he's like he's like i'm recording on everything man i got vhs mini d <laughs> i got going on to floppies i've got all <laughs> this sweet materials and has no the movie has like no clue on how that stuff even works apparently it has no interest in presenting it to the audience Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's so abysmal it, and not to mention it all looks like shit it looks oh god it's just I awful. have another concern about this movie too but it's just about the movie in general like why because they make a point to talk about how angry the people of uh, Barrett's Birkenstock land Burlington, yeah. how like angry they are that people are coming there mm-hmm. why is that an issue because they're a small town away they don't need all these uh you know, city folk coming in and yeah, but they're the also forest. showing that like they're making a lot of money off of these people. Like, really, is it really frustrating that you have to sit at your house and tie fucking sticks <laughs> Stick together, together and you can sell them for like twenty dollars? <laughs> yeah, like that's apparently awesome. it's like the, I, I just heard someone talking about it. it's like the same one like for the in 
in, uh, in Cold Blood House. Oh, yeah. Like, people always go to that, and the people yeah, in the town no, hate it. Yeah, but no uh, one lives in that house, though. That house is uh, is rubble. It's not a thing. It's not like the Goonies house where, like, people are going there, and they, like, want to stand in the yard and do the truffle shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, uh, it's fucking like woods. It's forest, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you happen to have a house that's on the way from, like, road, highway one to buttfuck road to trees like sweet yeah definitely take advantage of that sell some fucking sticks yeah yeah the the opposition seems a little uh well perhaps untoward untoward is i know that that happened with twilight too the twilight's film like somewhere in oregon or or Washington or whatever and like everyone goes to that place now to see if their skin glitters yeah or whatever <laughs> I don't know yeah but there's like people that sell like glittery rocks <laughs> and shit I don't know like the Twilight <laughs> mythos I'm sorry uh, my ignorance is showing man uh this uh this film I think uh started off I have I imagine like a handful of people in some kind of meeting saying how are we going to do a sequel to Blair Witch and the idea of setting it in a world where the Blair Witch movie exists and then what to do after that. Um, and then somebody had the idea of, hey, you know, we, it's kind of a clever idea if these people think that they're being haunted by the witch and everybody's dying around them and then come to find out they're the ones actually killing them. Oh, that's an interesting idea. How do we play that off? And mm-hmm. I, I see how, I see the, like, if you really dig deep, there's some kind of interesting thing that might be able to if you started over from scratch you might be able to find an interesting movie there um but uh, like i said before it doesn't matter what a movie's about it's how it's about it mm-hmm. and uh, uh even uh, i don't think the original is going to be better than what we saw the fan edit seems to be an improvement if only marginal um mm, yeah but this is just uh nothing about this thing really works you never get grounded you never feel like you're with these characters you never feel like that's how i would react you know yeah yeah and uh it's 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 just a it's just terrible it's terrible yeah they botch it i don't know if they they didn't do a third blair witch did they no and actually i think this one i was gonna say i don't know that this one had a theatrical release oh i think it was oh really yeah it totally did yeah really i only remember it being on dvd at blockbuster and in on MTV, I swear the MTV showed this movie. Uh, I mean, definitely seems possible. Uh, Kurt Lauder is literally top uh, build. Uh, yeah, had <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first on the screen. <laughs> it is. It. I guess it, it's probably due for a rehashing. Then, huh? You mean like the like the remake, uh, the original? It's time to get it. They're doing. Back. Did you guys see during the Super Bowl that Cloverfield is getting a, a, a new one? Yeah. Is it a prequel though? I think it's a. prequel. I don't know. I think no. I don't know that it's a prequel. Maybe it happens simultaneously, but in another another place. city. Another place I always there. fuck up with Cloverfield because I always mix it up with Pacific Rim. So every time anybody talks about <laughs> Cloverfield, I think it's Pacific Rim. It's easy to remember because it's T.J. Miller. Yeah, but I always forget. Oh, that's right. That is him. Yeah. That he's the friend. Yeah. Uh, he's the one that's behind the let's camera document. the whole time. I, I'm documenting. Yeah. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, I do too. I like that. I love monster movies. <laughs> oh, did you know that I heard this on the radio the other day? 
that uh, Universal is rehashing all of their monster movies. I did. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 there's the Marvel Universe, the DC Universe, and they're doing the monster yeah, universe. Yeah, and they said Wait, that there the might be some crossover with some Marvel? of them. They're going to do the same thing like the Avengers, only instead of the Avengers, it's all the monsters. So yeah. we're going to get an origins for Frankenstein, for the mummy, for oh. the Wolfman. Creature of the Black Lagoon. And they're going to bring them all into one big-ass movie. And they, they said that there's... Fight? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They said yeah. that there's, there's going to be like because they have it all slated like you can read up on it online now of like when the release dates are but they're gonna have like hints to the other ones like the other monsters in the movies but Mm. van helsing is included in that trope Mm. which i'm not really i don't really like van helsing not keen on that well i also know that uh i have to play a you know defense attorney when i mention this but tom cruise is going to be in the mummy in the origins of the mummy movie i don't think he's the mummy they're not putting the rock in it it's independent it's not it's not an extension of the previous yeah it's like the original yeah boris karloff mummy is that who it is yeah that was the old guy but i think he also did frankenstein so no the it's Bor- Boris Karloff and did, then... He did Dracula. He was Dracula. Yeah. I think he may have done all of them. No, no, no. Yeah. They had different people for him. God damn it. What's the other... Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. That's, was, that's Dracula. the Dracula. Yeah. And then yeah. Boris Karloff is the mummy. Pretty sure he did Frankenstein too. Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Give you a 2% chance. I'm just... I'm happy that I remembered that name. Yeah, that yeah. was like... That was a good oh. pull. That was a good pull. <laughs> I think Bella Lugosi would have been proud if he was still around. Thanks. <laughs> Bella. Yeah, you were right. Frankenstein, Mummy, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go back and rewatch all those too. I haven't. They were showing them like during Halloween down at the Paramount. Oh yeah, yeah. They were showing like the actual prints. Did y'all see that? uh, I hate the Mummy. Did y'all see that Del Toro a Wolfman remake with? uh, No, I heard it sucked. I heard it sucked too, but I was kind of curious now that maybe might be interesting. Well, Crimson Peak is out too, and I've heard nothing but horrible things about it. But I think Uh, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, how could Del Toro go wrong? It's only four bucks to stream it, so it's a lot cheaper than paying. Welcome to our podcast where we talk about every movie that we've seen. seen. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, yeah. So let's 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 talk about (laughs) movies that we haven't seen, but not bore the the rest of the audience here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff. If you haven't heard about the Universal thing, I think that's you, uh, fucking no, I've cool. Heard of it. Yeah, that's yeah. really yeah. cool. That's, that's, way, that's way more interesting than, than the, the entirety of Book of Shadows. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. Uh, Book of Shadows, the original, probably not that good. I haven't seen it, but when we saw this uh, fan edit version of it, which is... Uh, by uh, Stefan, I'm not uh, not a considerable improvement. I I don't know how much of this I'm going to blame Stefan for it as much as it is the source material being atrocious. Look, you can't polish a turd, folks. <laughs> you can. You just have a polished turd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, do with you do what you will with that. If I guess if you are that one person, if you are the director, if you're Joel, Joel, if you're listening, <laughs> if you want to see your version of the movie. You might want to give this a shot. Yeah. <laughs> just did a, do an interview last night with a director. I feel so. so oh yeah, I hope he doesn't hear this because uh, we might he, he might think that we you know would jump on him at some point. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is a this is more of a this is more of a curiosity than it is a sense of entertainment. So, yeah. uh, so that's Book of Shadows two by the Stefan Edit. Uh, you can find <laughs> it at find it. You can find it at fanedit.info. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and thanks, you guys, for coming in and suffering through this with me. Sure. Do you think there's a scary as hell edition? What? <laughs> what was that guy's name? Ranger? Ranger Rick? Ra- Ranger Chris? <laughs> I don't Wait, Ranger 317? Scary like as hell. Blair Witch. Yeah. 
Let's do it. All right. Okay. I'm signing off. Okay. I am too. Okay, good. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>